Nietzsche is famous for saying, God is dead. But like many quotes, this one is often used in a self-serving way and rarely puts that line into context. It is a magnificent passage from his book, The Gay Science, in a portion called The Parable of the Madman. And yes, God is dead, said Nietzsche, and we have killed him, he continued. I don't lament the moving on from the Bible as the authoritative word of God. The Bible is fraught with problems. For every lyrical passage and insight into human behavior, there seems to be an equally troubling passage encoded and enforcing a, a form of oppression. It is a collection of writings that, at times, I look to for inspiration and insight, but not one that I take as an unfailing guidebook for my life. But with the marginalization of the Bible, and relatedly God, humans began searching for new authorities, and they were us. The 20th century became the era of introspection and the realization of our own will to power. God's will became whatever we decided it was, decided whatever it was in the way that's right for us. We developed analysis and therapy. Our failures and successes were due to our own ability to rise or not. But on the edge of the 21st century, we find that we are not happy, that the environment is groaning beneath our demand for every product created to satisfy our sense of desire. The promise of a future of wonders and ease is here. It has been realized, and yet it is still proven oddly hollow. Over the past few decades, through developments in the fields of neuroscience, we've found that the story we tell, that we are utilitarian, wired for aggression and violence and self-interest, is not true. Actually, we are wired for sociability, for attachment to one another, for affection and companionship. Jeremy Rifkin points out that our first drive is not to compete, but to belong. Our first drive is empathetic. Within our brains, physically, we have something called mirror neurons, which allow us to feel what we observe. If you are angry, I can feel your anger. If you are joyful, I can feel your joy. Through MRI machines, we have been able to see that when the neurons in your mind light up because you are feeling rejection or relatedness, the same neurons light up in my mind. We are wired for connection. The stories we have been told about who we are as living beings are not true, not just the ones in the Bible, but also the ones that make feeble claims to science, the ones that say you, that we are only out for ourselves. Biologically, it turns out, we are actually out for one another. 
The conundrum of God in this process is one of incarnation, the divine made flesh. But what to do with God now that we have killed him? How shall we comfort ourselves, writes Nietzsche, the murderers of all murderers? What was holiest and mightiest of all that the world has ever owned has bled to death under our knives. Who will wipe this blood off us? What water is there for us to clean ourselves? What festivals of atonement, what sacred games shall we have to invent? Is not the greatness of this deed too great for us? Must we ourselves not become gods simply to appear worthy of it? I don't really know what God is and what God is not. The best I can say is that, for me, God is the cosmic pull I feel towards health and well-being. It is mystical, it is mysterious, it is weak, and it is powerful. It is a great interconnection of being that transcends my ego, my understanding of life and death, my limitations of fear and anger, and it opens me to love. When I am relying solely on my own willpower, I struggle not to fall into fear and anger. When I choose to allow something greater to work through me, when I invite a cosmic mystery to inform my behavior, my fear and anger become minimal, and I am able to offer that which can change someone's experience, and maybe even their life. My belief is simply this. The world needs healing. There is much that is positive and much that is negative. The changing climate, the growing inequality, the vast amounts of weapons, the prisons and school systems forged in the furnaces of fear have positioned us on the tip of extinction. But there is a solution a spiritual solution. It is the decision to allow ourselves to be used by that cosmic force of God to increase the empathetic response of love and hope and purpose and meaning. And in doing so, we practice the sacred act of incarnation in this world. This meditation was delivered live at the Seekers Table Sunday Gathering held at 6 p.m. Eastern. Anyone can participate in the Sunday Gathering and it's an excellent time to ask questions about your spiritual journey and to meet other seekers on the path. If you'd like to join us, simply type join.theseekerstable.com into your browser and it will redirect you to the Zoom room where we meet every Sunday at 6 p.m. If you're new to spiritual discernment and are looking for some guidance on how to start, I offer a free five-day class called How to Add Meaning to Your Life, which can be found at theseekerstable.com. And I love to engage with people on Instagram. Several times a week, I answer questions about the spiritual life that have been sent in to me, 
So please check us out there and send me some questions. I really want to talk to you and find out a little bit more about where you are and who you are. Most of all, this is about building a community. So come and take your seat at the Seekers Table. I look forward to meeting you.